now it's time for the favorite Bay Area's favorite quiz show, Minds Over Matter, with host Dana Rodriguez, joined by cinema photographer Cameron Shaw and educator Lori Fisher. And here's your moderator, Dana Rodriguez. Thank you very much, Damian, and welcome everybody to the uh, biggest mattress sale day of the weekend. So we hope you will, uh, before you go out and get that mattress, we hope you will join us over the course of the hour for our show, which after all is nothing without you because we are an audience participation quiz program. Uh, we want to hear from you. It's a great time to call. Uh, early in the show is always best. So we are waiting for your call uh, with a question or answer. Those two numbers are area code 415 Four one four one three four. Again, that's area code four one five eight four one four one three four, or toll free. Yes, we have a toll free number eight six six seven nine eight eight two five five. Again, that is eight six six seven nine eight eight two five five. Give us a call as soon as you can. We really would like to hear from you, and we don't want to miss your call. Sometimes we do get a little bit crowded later on, and so we uh, we want you to call as soon as possible. Just to remind you of our email address, that is mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. So that is M-I-N-D-S-O-V-E-R-M-A-T-T-E-R-1. That is the numeral one, mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. You can can, uh, email us. That is perfectly fine. If uh, you can't get through on the phone and you would like to do that, feel free to do that. It It will show up on my little iPad. So... Uh, also, if you would like to hear us in live stream, that is at kalw.org. And I know we had trouble with the podcast last week because uh, Damien wasn't here to fix it. So uh, that would that should be up in a reasonable amount of time this week. Um, and that will also that will be at kalw.org and many other places as well. But start with KLW. I'm sure they would appreciate that. Uh, sorry about the Zoom last week. Uh, that was a uh, work in progress. Uh, hopefully that will never happen again. And, progress, uh, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully we won't need to go on vacation halfway through the show. But uh, but yes, I think everything is fixed now. So we'll we'll have a nice, easy show, I hope. And okay, all that being said, we will start with a round of introductions and then a round of questions. And then we are waiting for you. So... Give us a call. Okay, here we go. Next week, at this time, Cameron Shaw will be in England, bumbling about in a rental car on the wrong side of the road with her brother's family. That's That sounds not safe. Which is sure to cause no arguments whatsoever. Keep her in your thoughts. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Well, okay. A lot of driving advice is in your, somebody's future, I presume. Hopefully not a lot of driving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now that the Super Bowl, Valentine's Day, and Yoko Ono's 90th birthday are over, Lori Fisher can get back to doing what he loves to do most, reading student papers written by chat GPT. Those machines have very good ideas indeed. I well, bet. they scarily do. <laughs> and in honor of the biggest mattress sale of the year which is also known as President's Day, our moderator, Dana Rodriguez, will be wearing his powdered wig to bed. All right, yes. Quite a look. Yeah, thank you. Uh, all those in the bed with me will appreciate it, I'm sure. <laughs> Especially the powder. 
Yes. And all that being said, we will begin with Cameron Shaw. Okay. Um, I had a little trouble wording this question, so if it doesn't make sense, please ask for clarification. Um, in the 15th century, France began dividing playing card suits by color and giving each face card a personality. So playing cards were invented in, we believe, the Middle East, but uh, you know, uh, Islamic tradition believes that you should not uh, use images of people. So they did not have face cards, and then they were given faces when they came to Europe. And France decided to make some changes and assign each king and queen, at the very least, a personality. So I want to know what four historical kings the four kings were based on. Just the kings, right? Just the kings. The queens yeah. are not all real people, so I and did you not said ask this, about queens. This this evolved in 15th century France. Yeah, thereabouts. I don't. I don't think they have an exact date, but yes, thereabouts. Okay. So they're all. One, go was ahead. one Julius Caesar? Yes, Julius Caesar is diamonds. Okay. I'm going to give you each one guess. So Dana's used his because there are only four. Okay, so they're not. Uh, so I. So they're not all. They're obviously not all French. Uh, but I'm going to go with Charlemagne. Yes, Charlemagne was the King of Hearts. Great, and I will say technically, they're not all kings. They're all leaders, like Julius Caesar. Yeah. Yeah, because he wasn't really a king. So yeah. All right. All right. So you can leave the other two out. Okay. So just uh, read the question once more. Sure. Uh, in 15th century, in the 15th century, France began dividing playing cards into suits by color and giving each face card a personality. What four historical kings or leaders are the four king cards based on? Uh, so Dana got hearts, which is Charlemagne. I'm sorry, Lori got hearts, which is Charlemagne. And Dana got diamonds, which was Julius Caesar. So I may be... I'm wondering if I'm maybe wrong about Julius Caesar. Actually, what wasn't it Augustus and not Julius Caesar? Yeah, or do you have? Do you have? What, is that what you have on your answering? What I've read is Julius Caesar, but um, I I'm, feel free to to, to okay check right. me on that. Well, yeah, maybe one of the callers can clarify that yeah. for us. Uh, all right, and Lori, your turn. All right. Well, since we saw each other last week, the Grammys occurred. And one of the uh, because of one of the Grammys, the fourth woman of color became an EGOT, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. So I want to know who that was and who the other four women of color or the other three women of color, including if we can rank them, who got it first. As a bonus, once you get it, I want to know which, what they won the Oscar for. So I want to know who uh, kind of uh, completed the EGOT this week and then what other three women of color did she join? And I'll give you at least one each. And and I want to know who the, was the first one too. So wait a minute. You, okay. So now you want the, all the women who are egots, or no? I want all the women of color who are egots. There are four of them. Okay. Okay. Um, well, the the person who won, who gained egot status last week, was Viola Davis, I believe. Right? It was. Give her a bell for that. And she won the Academy Award for what? Was it Fences? Yes, supporting actress. No. Really good. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes is correct. Um, Viola Davis won the last week. Very good. Okay. Okay. Dana? Okay. 
Um, or Cameron for one more. Well, Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> yes. Whoopi Goldberg won in 2002. And do you remember what she won her Oscar for? Well, uh, Ghost. Correct. Give yourself a bell on that. So there's two more. One before Whoopi Goldberg, one after Whoopi Goldberg. That'll be somewhat of a hint. And um, you can guess immediately or we'll leave, let's leave it out for a minute. All okay. right. Okay. Good. And uh, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Good morning, Tom and Debbie in Napa. Hi. Hey. Um, the playing cards, I don't know his name, but the Sun King? There was a French... Louis XIV. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's a... That's a great guess. It was not Louis the Fourteenth. No. Okay, um, Cicely Tyson for the no, egot. No. no, Cicely Tyson does not have an egot. I'm not sure which one she. I don't think she has a Grammy. Close but no cigar. Yeah, give her so, half a cigar. Um, who invented wedding rings? Ooh. Or what country? In what country is the origins apparently found? Huh. And bonus How, points if, if you know the backstory of why, but uh, how long ago are we talking about? Well, they referred to them as the ancient blah 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 <laughs> who invented wedding rings. So uh, ancient is about as much info as I can it, give you. Well, I know they they had to be in Rome and Greece, ancient Rome and ancient Greece. So are you saying that they predate that? Don't know my history well enough. Um, <laughs> I would say no, if I had to guess. It came a little later than that, but it could have been simultaneous. And you're not, it's not a name of an individual, it's a name of a group no, of people, it's, right? It's a people, yeah. yeah, which are exactly. also defined by a geographic state, at least today. Oh. <clears throat> okay. Well, I'm going to take a wild guess here in honor of probably our next caller. How about Egypt? You're right. There you <laughs> go. I was going to give you the hint that um, Ede would know the answer to this question. Uh, well, he, that is correct. Uh, according to this little squib in the time, wedding rings uh, date back to ancient Egypt. There was a belief that a specific vein in your finger, the vein of love, is in the left hand's fourth finger with a direct route to the heart. Wow. The, the Vena, V-E-N-A, Amoris, A-M-O-R-I-S, Latin for vein of love. So that's wow. apparently why we wear wedding rings. Our, our default answer is always Egypt, so there you go. <laughs> I, I like, as soon as I saw that question, I said, I've got to ask that one. <laughs> um, so who, in 1968, was the first African-American woman to win a Grammy in the pop music category? Ooh. 1968, first Afro-American woman. So Aretha Franklin? No. Diana Ross? No. 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 Okay. So what, it, this would depend what category they won. It was, uh, it was called, quote, unquote, pop music in the Grammys. So Dionne Warwick then, right? That's oh. correct. Oh, <laughs> nice. Way to San Jose. Oh, great. <laughs> so those are my questions. Love the show. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. A Burt Backrack question. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's very good. 
And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. We are here every Saturday at 10 a.m. We do hope you enjoy the show. We hope you will join us as well. We look forward to hearing from you. Uh, those two numbers are area code 415-841-4134 or toll free. That's 866-798-8255. All right. Oh, uh, and our panel tonight, that would be tonight, this morning, that would be (laughs) Cameron Shaw, teacher and cinematographer. And of course, Lori Fisher, teacher at Diablo Valley College. I'm your moderator, Dana Rodriguez. And you're listening to us on 91.7 FM. That is K-A-L-W, your local public radio station. All right. Let me give you a couple questions here. So what are the four states, four U.S. states, where the public university is the most expensive school in that state? Wow. What are the four U.S. states where the public university is the most expensive school in that state? I'll give you each one guess. Gosh. Wow. Just one. Okay. I'm going to guess Alaska. That is one of them. Okay. That Very would good. be the uh, University of Alaska at Anchorage. Correct. And that is $25,000 a year, by the way. Okay. Wow. All right. I don't, that's a good guess, Cameron. So I'm, I have two things in mind. The first one I'm going to guess is New Jersey. No, never mind. Because Princeton's in New Jersey. Rutgers is expensive. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll take the other outlying state. And how about Hawaii? Hawaii is correct. Right. Yes. So, yes. What's, what's uh, the tuition? University of Hawaii at Manoa, that is $35,000 a Whoa. year. Wow. Yeah. So, again, what are the four U.S. states where the public university is the most expensive school in that state, most expensive, uh, you know, of le- level school? And so far we have the University of Hawaii at Manoa, that's uh, $35,000 a year. And University of Alaska at Anchorage, that's $25,000 a year. What are the other two on that list? And maybe this is something that um, that uh, Cameron be interested in, she being a, <laughs> a teacher. Uh, what is the best-selling children's book of all time with the word love in the title? Okay. Um, is it a picture book? Well, it's a, it's a book for small children. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay. Is it? I don't have a copy of it, so I can't tell you too much about. It. <laughs> is it? Guess how much I love you. I uh, yes, it is. Ooh, guess how much I, I love you. Very good. And that? guess how much I love you has sold fifteen million copies. Oh my! Who's the author? It's a good book. It's a very. I have no idea who the author is. It's a very sweet book about bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> so. Never All right, heard. I'll give you a. I'll give you a, another one more question. <laughs> what is the What is the only time that the best selling car in the world for? Uh, let's see. Wait a What is the only time that after the end of production, a, a manufactured car was still the best selling car for five years? In other words, so after for five years after they ceased production, this car was still the best selling car in the world. Wait, they stopped making them? They stopped they... making them, this particular model car. How'd they sell them then? But I guess they had a big uh, backlog. I, backlog. And I suppose you can also say that <laughs> the the existing cars out there 
could be resold. So, okay. um, so again, what is the only time that the a car that had ceased production was still the best-selling car in the world for five years after it ceased production? It, the first thing that jumped to mind was maybe the VW Beetle or Bug? That's a quite a logical guess, but not that. Okay. Because they hung in there forever. Yeah. Um, the only thing that jumped to my mind was to guess the model, the Ford Model T. But oh, it is. It's the Ford Model T. Oh, yes. Okay. They stopped making the Model T in 1927. But from 1927 to 1932, it was still the best-selling car in the U.S. Interesting. Yes. That's great. They, That's interesting. they brought out the Model A yeah. in 27. The Model A was after the Model T, huh? Right, yeah. right. <laughs> All right, I'll give you one one more question here because you answered those those early ones. Um, what U.S. state has the highest percentage of high school graduates per capita? What U.S. state has the highest percentage of high school graduates or kids that graduate from high school per capita? You okay. Got to guess. I I don't have an actual educated guess, but I'm going to go with the smallest state and say Rhode Island. No, it has nothing. Well, it has nothing to do with size. Uh, I mean, because it's per okay. capita. So, okay. but um, but not Rhode Island. No. Okay. I'm going to guess because I think this has the most college graduates, but I'm not sure. So I'm working backwards. How about Connecticut? Uh, no. Okay. Are we in the right neck of the country? Uh, not with Connecticut, no. Okay. <laughs> with Rhode Island then? No, not with Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same, so, same part of the neck. So again, what U.S. state has the highest percentage of high school graduates per capita? Good question. Okay. And uh, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, uh, this is it. So I second what the last caller said. Yes, it was in Egypt. <laughs> Several thousand years, five thousand years ago, and uh, the reason they put the finger uh, that uh, ring on that finger is because the shortest distance to the heart. And uh, all of these things you see, like Cupid and uh, are in the heart, because the ancient, ancient Egyptian believed that the spirit lives in the heart. Beautiful. Now, if you like, you can see more of that. Uh, try to Google search ancient Egyptian love poem. This is you will see really. I mean, there is thousands that uh, lovers wrote to each other and the description is just beautiful so google search ancient egyptian love poems also another point people in ancient egypt women and men were equal women can go to school they could buy and sell property they could divorce their husband if they were no good they could go to court they could testify <laughs> all of that stuff so it's really very unbelievable everything we have is from them everything okay for the last time Last uh, uh, time, one of your audience asked who invented the semiconductors, MOSFET. So I'll give you his name. Yes, he was an Egyptian, and funny enough, he has a very similar name. His first name is Muhammad, and his last name is Atallah. He went to the University of Cairo, which I did too, physics department, which I did too. He came to, you, to the U.S. and attended Purdue University. Uh, he worked with uh, different... Uh, companies, and with that, he invented uh, that MOS, and um, uh, he also won many, many uh, awards 
including invention awards. He uh, was born in 1922 in Port Said, a city called Port Said, and he died in Atherton, California. So he's one of our neighbors at his death in uh, 2009. Okay, sorry it takes so much time. The, <coughs> the, okay, so this is, uh, my concern a lot is about earthquakes with so many poor dead people in, in, and buried in Turkey and Syria. As I mentioned before, and you answer, answer the question, the highest toll of death uh, earthquake was in Egypt in 2000, excuse me, in 1201 AD. Over 1.1 million people died. The reason so many people died there because Egypt had more population than anywhere else. And uh, the, the, the fact is, when you look at the Bay Area uh, earthquake map, it is pretty scary. It is like cracked, cracked uh, eggshell. So which, what is the most dangerous uh, fault in the Bay Area? The Hayward Fault. For sure. This yeah. thing goes from <coughs> Samozi all the way to Marine County, San Rafael, and beyond. Petaluma, it changes names, so it goes from Calaveras to you know um, to it changes it, but Roger, Roger, Roger Greeks in. Uh, I think it runs right under Lori's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it actually, wait, wait a second. It goes right under Cal Stadium. Anybody living in yeah. Arlington or Euclid, you are right on the top of it. We had one yep. here a couple of months ago. Uh, the house is just like broke and sank about you know a foot really. You don't have the vibration that is very common with earthquake. It was just boom, and very scary. It happened about 3.30 uh, in the morning, so it was, it was really scary. Now, with the, going back to Muhammad Atallah, when I was a kid, I used to love to build radios, seven years old. I never discovered myself what I found. To make a crystal radio, you need a crystal, which is a semiconductor but natural requiring. I noticed that when the copper wire is oxidated or rusted, it acts like a crystal. And then I was seven years old. So that stuff is available. Discovery is always available uh, to our hand. And, uh, but the man was very, was a genius. And he actually played a major role in the creation of Silicon Valley, just like right. Steve Jobs, who was serious. Thank you, guys. Always great show. Thank you, forever. <laughs> but uh, that is the story. Thank you again. You have a good day. Right, thank Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. Uh, it's not the Eid show. I know it's, <laughs> but, it, oh, yes. but it, it, it is Minds Over Matter. Yeah. And uh, we are on every uh, Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Uh, feel free to join us. We would like to hear from you with a question or answer. And Eddie uh, emailed and said Rita Moreno is in that group. Rita Moreno. Ah, yes. Not only is she a winner, she was the first winner uh, uh, of Women of Color and the third winner overall. And her Academy Award was for? All right. West Side Story? It was. Very good. Yeah. All right. Yep. So one, one left in that category. Thanks, Eddie. All right. And the two numbers to join us are area code 415-841-4134 or toll free 866-798-8255. And Cameron, I think it's your turn. Okay. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, this is sort of in, well, it is, it's in the news. Okay. So there was recently a very tragic, um, train derailment in Palestine, Ohio, East Palestine, Ohio. Um, many of the residents in that town had been extras in a movie, the plot of which 
is very similar to what actually happened in their town. Um, I'm wondering what the novel is that the movie is based on. They have the same name, the novel and the movie. And the movie has not come out yet. So this is a, if you've read your current events question. The movie has not come out yet. It has not come out yet. And it is a novel from 1985. I think, Dana, do you know? I think I know. Go ahead. Yeah. What do you White know? Noise by Don Sorry. DeLillo. Yes, White Noise by Don DeLillo. You're yeah. out. I think and that did come out. That came out. The movie came out? Yeah. It's on, oh, I gosh, it on, I missed it. <laughs> I saw it on, it's online. Okay. Yeah. Well, I should watch it, I guess. My wife and I were just, she told me that the other day. So credit to Schweik. <laughs> okay. Well, then I'm sorry I led you astray by saying it. I wasn't astray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want me to give you another or? Yeah, that... go, ahead. go ahead. Okay. This is my leftover Super Bowl question and it's only vaguely Super Bowl related. Um, in 2006, Disney traded sportscaster Al Michaels to NBC <laughs> Universal for the rights to what cartoon character? <laughs> so it... he, he was traded to Universal? He was traded to Universal from um, ESPN, essentially, and mm-hmm. uh, for the rights of a cartoon character that Disney used to own and no longer did. So Universal had Universal had owned became the owner and sold it back to Disney. Was this a was this a human character or a no. animal character? It's an animal character who he recently appeared in a. Um, a short film for the first time in 95 years. Whoa. Maybe 93 years. Long time. So Disney was years. Disney yeah. was not intending to make this cartoon character a big star. They just wanted the rights back, is that it? Uh, you mean the current Disney? Yeah, yeah, Disney was they they wanted the rights back and they he's appeared in a couple of things that they've used him for. I feel like it has something to do with copyright expirations. Um so- after a hundred years, it'd go into a public domain. So, so, it, so it couldn't be Steamboat Willie, could it? It is not Steamboat Willie, no. Because okay, that's about the right era. Is it? And, a, is it a dinosaur? Ooh. No. Uh, but, it's, but it's an animal character. It is an animal character from the same era as Steamboat Willie. Huh. Yeah. An animal character. And did that character have kind of a good screen life? You know, like yes. A, Donald he Duck, did. Bugs Bunny kind of screen life. Okay. So Universal, is this a, one of like Paramount, anything to do with Betty Boop and uh, Bingo? Um, no, but you're, you're in the right, you're in the right uh, ballpark. Felix the um, Cat? That's about Well, you're right. getting close. No, not Felix the Cat. Um, so, something the Cat? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh he he's a character that is pretty closely associated with Walt Disney, um, but was technically owned by Universal. Huh. But when you when you said Felix the Cat was close, how come? It's another cute animal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, leave it out. Leave it out. Okay. It out. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, it's Peter Ambrino. Hi, Peter. For a state where the state university is the most expensive, I'm going to guess Nevada. No, believe it or not. No? Okay. How about New Hampshire? Not New Hampshire either. Okay. Uh, I have a question. Yes. Uh, The actor Vic Morrow was uh, 
well known for his uh, starring role on the TV series Combat. But he also had a uh, wide career uh, guest starring on a lot of other television series. I'm going to give you a list of such series. You tell me which one he never guest starred on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So it's going to be one one or more? Yeah, I'm really being called on to to go through all my Nick Morrow expertise. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll work together on this. All right, we'll see. Here we go. Bonanza, Hawaii Five-O, Mission Impossible, The Streets of San Francisco, Star Trek, Charlie's Angels, Magnum P.I., and Fantasy Island. So which of those did he never appear on? Correct. Right. You know, which of those did he not appear on? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. And is it more than one? one. So, the, so we're just guessing one. Yeah, yeah go through the list once more, if you would, if you don't mind. Sure. Bonanza. Right. Y50. Right. Mission Impossible. The Streets of San Francisco. Star Trek, Charlie's Angels, Magnum P.I., Fantasy Island. I'm pretty sure he was on Fantasy Island. I'm pretty sure he was on Charlie's Angels. Yes. I'm correct. pretty sure he was on Bonanza. You're, that, yeah. It would make perfect sense that he had been on yeah. Bonanza. Yeah. <laughs> and Star so... Trek, Star Trek seems the farthest out for him, but he was probably on that too. Everybody was on Star Trek. Yeah. No, okay. about Star Trek. no, he was the one no? who was not. On Star oh, Trek. all right, all right. Good okay, job. Pete, Peter, I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you know what movie set he was killed on? Twilight Zone, the movie. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's a sad Very story. Sad. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Our Vic Morrow expert, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, I've, I've been uh, watching uh, uh, combat religiously. <laughs> Ah, interesting. Oh, yeah, it is on. I, I do run across it every occasionally during the daytime. Yep. Right. Oh. Thanks, guys. Okay. All right. Thank you. Appreciate Have it. Have a good weekend. Bye bye. You, you too. And the two numbers to join us area code 415 841 4134. We can take your call anytime or toll free 866 798 8255. Lori, is it your turn? I think it's, it is. I think yeah. it is. Yes. And I wanted to return to the Burt Backrock oeuvre here and ask a question <laughs> about Burt Backrock, who died last week, and we've been edging around him. Um, I'm going to give you a group, a, a performer, a group that had a top 10 hit with a Burt Backrack song. So if there was more than one, it's a top 10 hit. And in one case, well, I'll just leave it there. I want to know the name of the song that Burt Backrack wrote for. Number one is The Shirelles. Number two is Tom Jones. Number three is The Carpenters. Number four is Dusty Springfield. This would be the biggest hit she had for him. Number five is The Fifth Dimension. And number six, surprisingly, is Kanye West and Jamie Foxx, which I didn't believe, but looked up twice. So which song did Burt Backrack compose or get credit for composing for the Shirelles, Tom Jones, the Carpenters, Dusty Springfield, the Fifth Dimension, and Kanye West with Jamie Foxx? Give you like one and a half each. 
Well, I mean, Tom um, Jones is what's the pussycat. Yes, so that is that is good low hanging fruit on that one. Good, yeah. give yourself a bell there. Um, I think that I I read that the Shirelles is "Baby It's You." Yeah, a yeah. great song. That's kind of un ish Okay, give you one more between the two of you. It'd be very impressive if you knew the Kanye West, Jamie Foxx sort. Yeah, <laughs> I would no. also be impressed. With I was stunned knowing that. Yeah. I thought it was a misprint. <laughs> but we got the Carpenters, Dusty Springfield, Fifth Dimension, and Kanye and Jamie Foxx, or Yay, as I think he likes to be called. Yes, we don't need to. Well, <laughs> okay. We don't need to go into that. Um, let's see, Dusty Springfield. Um, yeah, we should get that, Dusty. Yeah, Springfield. we should. It's not. Son of a preacher, man. It is no. not. No. Okay. It's a really, that and the Carpenter songs are extremely well known. Yeah. I don't know. All right. It's, it's, uh, that's silent. <laughs> that's silent. No, no, just, yeah. yeah. We should leave it out there it, if you want. Well, Go ahead. I, I'm not, was this Tessie Springfield, that a house is not a home? Is that? Uh, no, that was Dion Warwick. Oh, okay. We had to hit with it. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Leave it out. Okay. Very good. So we're looking for the Carpenters, Dusty Springfield, Fifth Dimension, and Kanye West with Jamie Foxx. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, I have a guest on the um, most expensive university is the public university. Right. Michigan. No, it's not basically well. It's, so it has to be basically the most expensive university, most expensive public university in that state. In other words, so there are four U.S. states in which the most expensive university is the public university. So, but Michigan is not one of them. Oh, okay, that surprised me because I thought the University of Michigan was the most expensive. No, I can tell you the most expensive. Uh, School, college slash school, uh, university in Michigan. That's Kalamazoo. Uh, really? Yeah, they yeah. have a lot of tiny little liberal arts schools up in Michigan. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Thanks. Sure. And next call. Hi, you're on. Are better? Hello. Hi, you're on. Hi. Uh, on the question of uh, the highest per capita high school graduation rate. I don't know if this is cheating, but I want to mention a few because certainly the highest rated of, in terms of education tend to be in uh, Minnesota, possibly Iowa, maybe Massachusetts, but otherwise way out west. But if, you, if I were allowed it, to get to, I would say Iowa and Minnesota. You are in the right general area. It is a Midwestern state. Uh, right. It's not Minnesota and it's not Iowa, though. Um, well, I don't know. I'll, I'll say Wisconsin and then give up. All right. No, it's not Wisconsin either. But I'm but sure all their you. high school graduation levels are pretty high. But uh, but no, it is a it is a roughly midwestern state. Thanks. All right. Thank you very much. Bye. And if you'd like to join us here on Minds Over Matter, give us a call four one five eight four one four one three four or toll free eight six six seven nine eight eight two five five. Okay. Let me give you a let me give you a question here. Let's see. Uh, where are we? You know, I don't think we went over the the questions that were still out, so we have to, we better do that yeah. first. Okay. Okay. Uh, Cameron, start with you. Okay. In the 15th century, France began dividing playing card suits by color. 
and giving each face card a personality. What four historical kings are the king cards based on? Um, the ones that are left out are spades and clubs. Uh, we got hearts, which was Charlemagne, and diamonds, which was Julius Caesar. Uh, and then my other question that is out is, in 2006, Disney traded sportscaster Al Michaels to NBC <laughs> Universal for the rights to what cartoon character? It is an animal cartoon character closely associated with Walt Disney himself. Cool. And I have, um, when Viola Davis won a Grammy last week, she became the fourth woman of color to become an EGOT. And the earliest one was Rita Moreno. We also, Dana got Whoopi Goldberg and Viola Davis. We're looking for the one more. And it was um, just two years ago. Okay. And then Bert Backrack wrote hit songs for the Shirelles, Baby It's You and Tom Jones, What's New Pussycat. I'm looking for the song that he wrote was the that was the biggest hit for the Carpenters, Dusty Springfield, The Fifth Dimension, and Kanye West and Jamie Foxx. That's me. All right. And uh, of the four, uh, there are four U.S. states where the state public university is the most expensive school in that state. So far, we have the University of Alaska at Anchorage and the University of Hawaii at Manoa. Uh, what are the other two on that list? And let's see. Is that all I have here? Yes, it is. My goodness. All right. Let me give you another question. The high school graduation? Oh, yeah. It's a high yeah, school yeah, graduation. High... You're right. Sorry. Which U.S. state? And it's a, it's a basically a Midwestern state. Which U.S. state has the highest percentage of high school graduates per capita? Okay, member per capita. That's important. Okay, uh, I'll give you uh, one more question on that on that general line. Um, let's see. The what? What U.S. state? And it's west of the Mississippi. What U.S. state has the highest percentage of minimum wage workers? What U.S. state has the highest percentage of minimum wage workers? It is west of the Mississippi. Per capita, per capita, keep it in mind. Well, my my first guess would be Nevada. Just That's Nevada. a perfectly logical guess. Yeah. But nope. They have very strong unions in I Nevada. I know. In the hotels <laughs> they do, but then there's all those ancillary jobs, I thought. Yeah. Uh, but okay. But no, it is not Nevada. Okay. Okay, I'm going to guess Idaho. Idaho is correct. Oh, very nice. Very oh, good. Really? What percentage is it? Stop in the dark. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't have the percentage down. So, interesting. No. Yeah. Okay. All right, I will give you one more here. Then, what U.S. state okay. has the highest percentage of uh, LGBT uh, identifying population per capita? What U.S. state has the highest percentage of LGBT identifying population per capita? Okay. Okay, so this should yeah. be a small state with a lot of universities, is what I would think. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'll go. I'll go with what Cameron had before. How about Rhode Island? Rhode Island. <laughs> Not Rhode Island. Okay. Okay. How about Massachusetts then? Not Massachusetts. Okay. Are we in the right part of the country for this one? 
no, not really. Oh, yeah. Okay. So what state has the highest percentage of population that identify as LGBT? And that is per capita. Okay. What U.S. state? Interesting. Leg boot. Okay. okay. Don't know. Cool. And we have an email from Tina who suggested the Bacharach song Close to You for the Carpenters. You know oh. what? That they did have that, but they had a bigger hit than that. So give her give her a bell for that one because I, I they were the one that had a couple hits. Uh, oh wait, you know what? Never mind. She's completely right. I misread my notes. <laughs> they long to be. I read they long to be close to you. Is they the long right to answer. be? Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Thank you. That that was correct. All right. Okay, that All is right. done. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Good morning. Morning. Um, for the uh, fifth dimension question. Yeah. Up, up, and away. No, they didn't write that. As far as oh. I know, they didn't. Bert Backright didn't write that. That was a big hit for the fifth dimension, though. Okay. In my beautiful balloon. Um, I was going to guess Ohio for the um, largest percentage of high school graduates. No, not Ohio. Not Ohio. Okay. Um, there are a lot of there are a lot of dumbasses there. <laughs> Rude. Don't alienate our Ohio listeners. We have lots of Ohio <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Okay, and here's a puzzler for you. Who said of Mrs. Simpson that she would have made a good queen? Marge Simpson? No, not that <laughs> one. Okay. <The> one? <laughs> oh, that's very funny. You mean uh, who said of of Wallace, Wallace Simpson? Simpson. Uh, yeah. Oh, Wallace Simpson. Queen? Correct. <laughs> that makes much more sense. <laughs> Is, were you uh, were you thinking of Winston Churchill? Maybe that is not correct. Okay. How about is is it somebody very unexpected like uh, Queen Elizabeth? <laughs> no, she okay. didn't say that. She would have been I like three imagine. or something. Was this said um, at the time, or is this said it's like an infamous a... person? I'll give you guys that one to help you along. Oh, oh. How about Adolf Hitler. Right, you're correct. Right. Yeah. Wow. Good job. Okay. Yeah. So I'm sorry I couldn't guess Please. any of the the questions. That's, That's a good okay. question. Yeah. Right. Okay. Thank, well, thank you. you very much. Yeah. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye-bye. And uh, give us a call uh, if you have a question or answer for us, 415-841-4134. I think we have a couple of lines open, 415-841-4134, or toll-free, 866-798-8255. And, okay, uh, who has a short question? I guess I'll let Lori yeah, don't uh, worry, race in here. Well, okay. Show. This one is sort of Cameron-ish, maybe oh. in a weird way. And uh, oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My wife, my wife read about this and said this would make a good minds over matter question. I think it does. What's okay. the etymological root of the word litmus? <clears throat> litmus from which litmus test comes. Okay. It sounds Latin, but it's not. Okay. So where does what root is litmus, Cameron, or either one? So. Okay. Uh, and you're asking this because there's an interesting answer to it? I think so. Yeah. And you're That's... saying it's a Cameron question. Well, <laughs> does it have anything to do with light? 
In a way, yes. In a way, okay. And people you know that I know, that kind of thing, who are interested in this kind of thing? Okay. You, oh gosh, that could mean anything. Um, oh, okay. So hmm. does well, it have to do with like plants and how they grow? It yes. does. Witness, yes. There's a dye. It's yes. a dye. Yes. Okay. Uh, Very good. It's taken from, um, I'm trying to remember the plant. I think it's a, some sort of lichen plant, right? You're exactly right. It's a the, it's a blue dye extracted from a lichen plant. Right. The part, and then the other half of the word comes from the word moss. So oh. it's like a blue dye from a lichen moss. And you can hear reverberating in there a little bit. Litmus. Very good. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Cameron, I want you to throw in a question too, if you have one. Okay. Um sure. Uh what classical composer, I'm asking this when Josh is not here. Um Classical composer stipulated that his heart be removed from his body and returned to his home country for fear of being buried alive. I read um, this around Valentine's Day. <laughs> it was wasn't that Chopin? It was Chopin. Yeah, I had Whoa. a feeling. If you know, if you know classical composers, you'd probably know that. But <laughs> I thought it was great. <laughs> well, his heart was taken to. Poland, right? Yeah, to, back to uh, Poland. Um, and it's still every 50 years or so still taken out and looked at. By which, who? By interested <laughs> parties. <laughs> by jo- Josh. Josh probably does it. Right. All right. They're trying to decide what he died of, which is, and they can't actually open the container that it's in because it will disintegrate. So he died of. Well, I mean, supposedly he had, to, he had uh, tuberculosis. So yes, right. they, th- they think maybe it was not actually tuberculosis or there were complications involved with like a heart condition that made oh. the tuberculosis worse. So Okay. Yeah. All right. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi. Hello. Hi, you're on. Oh, great. Wow. This is Steve from Sunnyvale. Thank you. Thank you. Great sure. show. Um, Thank you. You bet. On the colleges, a uh, couple of guesses here. Is Pennsylvania one of the states? That is an expensive school, University of Pennsylvania. Uh, but uh, that's a isn't that a private school? Uh, it but is. anyway, it it is. Uh, that is not the most expensive school in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. What, what about the state of Illinois? Not Illinois either. No. University, uh, of, University Chicago. of Chicago is the yeah. most expensive school in in Illinois. Northwestern okay. will give you a run for your money. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I got I some more quick tries here, please. On the cartoon character, Porky Pig. No, great guess, but Porky Pig came into existence later. Um, this but, was more the early part of the uh, 20th century. Okay, how about if I just say these are Bugs Bunny, Elmer Fudd, Roadrunner? Uh, those were all um, Looney Tunes characters who showed up more in the mid part of the century. This is like 1920s, okay. 30s. Wow. Time. Like, all right, how about, how about the highest, highest percentage of graduates in North Dakota? Uh, no, you're, you're in a general geographic area. It is, it's in the Midwest, but it's not North Dakota. South Dakota. Not <laughs> South Dakota. Okay. All right, how about for the LGBT question percentage? Is it Mississippi? Wow. It is not Mississippi. It's uh, no, not that. Wow. That would be a surprise. All right. I have a question, please. Yes, go ahead. So for that famous Christmas movie, Die Hard, um, <laughs> who, who was offered 
potentially uh, offered, presumably offered the role before uh, Bruce Willis, and there's at least seven possibilities. Huh. Was seven possibilities? Wow. Yeah. So, so if you can get three, is that fair enough? <laughs> was Was Charles Bronson ever offered it? Yes. All right. That's, I think I, that's the one Presum- I had read. Presumably, yeah. How about yeah. Clint? E- How about Clint Eastwood? Oh, that's, that's good. Uh, I, I possibly, I think he actually had the rights to the book that Ooh. the movie was based on. But not him. Okay. Yeah. How about? How about- Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Cameron. Okay. Um, just thinking of other '80s people. Um, how about Harrison Ford? Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. 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 You don't sound sure. <laughs> Are we making this up as we go along? He, he's just being uh, nice. You don't have to well, be the, nice. The list I've got is not exact. So, okay. But I, I oh. think it's. Oh, you had some. Could people, almost pick no. any action. Movie yeah. hero. Yeah, I'm sure they I offered could, it to many. Yeah. yeah. I could see Steve Clark. McQueen doing that. Uh, okay, how about, how about if you don't mind, how about a famous crooner who was reportedly offered the role? Oh, Frank Sinatra, yeah. Correct, correct. Yeah, they correct, did correct, 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 correct. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Bruce, uh, yeah. I'll make this brief. Thank you. Uh, Bruce Willis did, in fact, turn down the, the, the initial offering for the role because he was doing something else at the time. The TV show? Was he doing Moonlighting then? He was doing Moonlighting. And Moonlighting had a break, I think because Sybil Shepard was pregnant for like 11 weeks, and uh, Uh it freed him up to do the role, and the rest is history. Wow. All right. Pretty good choice. Yeah. Right, right. So thank you for the opportunity. Great show. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, have a great day. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. And you are listening to Minds Over Matter. We are uh, here every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. We do hope you enjoy the show, and we hope you can give us a call. We have a few minutes left, uh, 415-841-4134, or toll-free, 866-798-8255. Let's see. Paul Pablo, uh, EGOT, Jennifer Hudson, he says, is an EGOT. That is absolutely correct. That completes oh, it. Does okay. he tell us? Does he tell us who she, what she won the uh, Oscar for? Or do you know? Uh, she has the Tony as well. Of course, she got Dreamgirls. Dreamgirls. Yes, yeah, yeah. that. And that's the Tony it. for producing uh, a Strange Loop, which must which is last year, I think. That's correct. Yeah, it was just you're right. There's, or maybe it was this year. No, last year. But no, that's good. Right, uh, last year. But yeah, you have, yeah. Uh, best Supporting Actress for Dreamgirls and the Tony for Best Musical for Strange Loops. That completes that category. Very good. Thank you. Okay, good. There we are. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, it's in Fra- it's Fran in San Francisco. Hi, Fran. Hi. I know I'm going to get a bell for this one. It's The Look <laughs> of Love, Dusty Springfield. Say it again. Love, the the look, look of, of Love. love. Dusty you know, Springfield. You know, I... That's not what I have, Fran. I have something that was a bigger hit than that for oh, Dustin wow. Springfield. But give wow. her a bell. Thank you. Yeah. A bigger one. Okay. A bigger, I don't, a bigger I bell coming, is coming. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Um, I'm going to ask you an easy question. Um, Leonard Bernstein got a, a great break with the Philharmonic because the... Um, director of the Philharmonic uh, was ill and couldn't come in and he had to uh, 
job for him? Who was that person? The Dimitri Dimitri Metropolis. I know. I know. I know who you're saying. Um, actually, um, I hope that I'm right. You're confusing me because he did. He was involved with him, but I have another person. Uh, Is it Leopold Stokowski? Leopold. No, no? It's, it's, no, he uh, was the conductor of the uh, Philharmonic at the time. Bernstein uh, had to sub in for him. Mm. I don't know if he's of his war conductors as possible, but this particular one gave Bernstein the break. Um, not not sure which one it is then. Uh, it was Bruno Walter. Oh, okay. So he was a guest. He was guest conductor. He wasn't the yeah. So he, the guest conductor wasn't able to do it, and then Bernstein, oh, who's. Bernstein was the assistant conductor of the New York Philharmonic yes. at the time. Yes. And uh, so he just, he took over that, that particular uh -huh. You know, yeah. you know, yeah. Well, it's the same person, the Bruno Walter. Um, right. I'm going to give um, this, I'm going to tell you something. Happy Baxter was a name that um, Backrack, I'm reading a, a biography of Backrack called um, Anyone Who Had a Heart, which I recommend. Uh wonderful biography of him and he was using a name called Happy Baxter in his very early days uh, weird but that's a, the truth sounds like a cowboy yeah that, <laughs> no. that, that was a name he, com no. he, he composed under that name uh, he, whatever he did with it it didn't go very far but he <laughs> no, was <it> originally uh, <laughs> he was he did go under that name his parents had given him the name Happy and <laughs> He he wanted Baxter instead of Bacharach because he was actually Jewish and he really didn't want to come off being Jewish, so he picked like uh, Baxter. But this is yeah. Good, so good that's info. that's true. Yeah. That's nice. Okay. All right. Listen, I think it's Sunday. You people are really confusing me. <laughs> I, do, we and I wish it were Sunday evening, but it isn't. So, you have the whole weekend left. Think of it that's that way. Right. I yeah, know, I know. How, how do you people like doing it Monday morning? Uh, oh, we get used morning. to it, you know. You get used to things. Okay, listen, thanks for the show, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, friends. And we had a uh, email from James uh, that the cartoon character that you may be referring to is Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Is that correct? It, it certainly is Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. All Recently right. starred in his own short film for the first time in ninety something years. So I've never heard of him. That's, he is the character that uh, Mickey Mouse was vaguely based on when uh, wow. he had to design his own. Uh, character that he would have the rights to. So okay. Al Michaels Al Michaels must be very proud <laughs> to be traded for him. That's He's great. pretty upfront about it, I gotta yeah. say. <laughs> and all right, let's take another call. Yeah. Hi you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi there. This is Steve in San Francisco. Hi Steve. Uh I had a guess as to the uh, Springfield, but I thought it was also look of love. So now I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw check throw wishing and hoping. Yep, that's hey. it. That's what okay. I there you go. Was Very good. And as for the Kanye West one with uh, with uh, Jamie Fox, yeah, there's only one song I can think of that they're on together, and that's Gold Digger. Well, that you know what? I don't know any songs they're on together except for this. 
I have them with another title. You know, it's towards the end of the show that what I have on my list is called Slow Jams, J-A-M-Z. And oh, Damien knew that, right? Damien, did you know that? You know that He's not yeah. yeah, yeah. And when I looked it okay. up, there was there, and I listened to the song, and I didn't see any elements. Maybe it was a lyric or something. I don't know. But Burt Backrack and Hal David are both listed there. So wow. give them a bell. Yeah, All right, we'll see. Nice. Where to go? Fifth dimension. Can I throw one at you guys? Yep. Yeah, go ahead. All right. How about from the James Bond films? Okay. That work. Oh, you mean a Burt Bacharach song from the James Bond film? Oh, no, 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 no. Actually, I was going to ask a question about the James Bond series of films. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, to my knowledge, one quote-unquote Bond girl, as they used to call them, appeared in three films. Can you name the actress? Three. Huh. Was she known at all beyond the Bond I mean, Bond films, if you, I mean, if you... Would we? Yeah, know her name? yeah. Her name's pretty big, actually. Okay. Was she, was she with Sean Connery? Let's see. Let's see. Uh, she never appeared with Connery. So was Jane Seymour? Maybe. No, that's a good one. She was solitaire. No. All right. And not not Judy Dench, right? <laughs> no, not Jane Judy Dench. That's great. She was in more than three films. She was. Would we call and her a Bond? I never girl? heard anyone call her a Bond girl, but that's I great. I called her a Bond girl. <laughs> All right, Bond, a Bond woman, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so then she would be in the Roger Moore era, roughly. Or that's correct. Uh, yeah. Did Halle Berry do more than? Not in no, the just Roger one. Moore. Okay. Um. Gosh. Well, nothing. Nothing could top. Uh, the Dr. Christmas Jones, but, but, uh, <laughs> the nuclear physicist, but all right, let's think about this for a minute. So is it only Roger Moore? Oh, wait a minute. Wait, no, yeah. wait I, think I know who it is now. Uh, is it, um, um, uh, uh, Adams name the last film. You're correct. Name her last, oh, wow. the last time you can see her. <laughs> oh boy. Let's see. <laughs> she was in Octopussy. I know that. Correct. The right. title character. Yes. Was that shit? That wasn't the last one, though. No, that's not the last one. That's the middle one. Okay. I don't, I'm not. <laughs> the first one was Man with the Golden Gun. She was Scaramanga's um, lady. Okay. All right. No, I don't think I can go. I, that's, that's, uh, yeah. It's a local nope. film. Oh, the one, uh, A View to a Kill? Is it she? A View to a Kill. She can see All her right. for about a second in a crowd scene. <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Oh. Well done. All right. Hey. Oh, thanks. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Take guys. Take care. Thank Bye. you. We got to run. All right. Time to clean up here very quickly. Uh, Cameron, what do we got? Uh, okay. First of all, I'm so happy that somebody knew Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Uh, the only things I have out are the King of Spades was based on King David, and the King of Clubs was Alexander the Great. That's it. All right. The Fifth Dimension recorded one less bell to answer, and that's it for me. Okay. The U.S. state with the highest percentage of high school graduates per capita, that's Nebraska. Hmm. Nebraska. The four states with uh, where the public university is the most expensive school in that state, University of Delaware, 36000 a year, University of Hawaii, University of Alaska, and the University of Wyoming. Huh. So. If we can get to your call, I do apologize. Please remember that Minds Ever Matter is here every Saturday morning. The LGBT, the LGBT. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the LGBT. That's Hawaii. That is oh. Hawaii. Highest oh, percentage is okay. Hawaii. 
uh, which doesn't surprise me. They have a good, they have a good, uh, yeah, outlook on that sort of thing. And uh, so, my thanks to Cameron Shaw, teacher cinematographer, Lori Fisher, Dabo Valley College, Damian Dean Minder for handing the board and phones. I've been your moderator, Dana Rodriguez. Thanks to you out there for taking the time to tune in and call in. I hope you will join us next Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Thanks, everybody. Have a great President's Day weekend. Bye bye.